You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Western and Southern Financial Group. Put our financial strength behind you. Visit WesternSouthern.com. All right, here we are again. It's another edition of the Jim Day Podcast. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. And uh, we're going to break some ice today because he tells me he's never been on a podcast before. This is his first one. Red's left-handed pitcher, Nick Lodolo. Welcome to the podcast world. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if this is going to be a fond memory that you look back on, but uh, the first one you ever did, Podcast it, Land, is this it'll one. It'll be good. <laughs> first one let's let's roll i'm ready all right well you you know you said like uh, I, i'm better at audio anyways than, than being on tv that's sort of my motto even though i work on tv but yeah i 100 <laughs> percent. how are i just I, I don't know it's something about it like the camera's just like in your face staring at you and doesn't it freak you out it's yeah, like yeah. when i uh like when i'm interviewing someone i'm fine because i've been doing it for so long but when someone turns the camera on me i'm like oh oh yeah, I agree, especially, like, those those videos that, like, if someone's like, hey, can you send us a video in for, like, our team to, like, pump oh, up? Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, um, hi, guys, uh, I'm Nick Latola. <laughs> Just awkward. Yeah. Well, they do have these teleprompter apps now. I don't know if you can check this out. You can write something out, and the words will go on your screen, and you can read it. Read it? Yeah, I, yeah. Feel like, I feel like I'd still go off script. <laughs> good how's life in the bigs man a general question easy question but how's how's life it's good <laughs> i bet yeah i mean every day is a good day um yeah you're a big leaguer um it's definitely different i'll tell you that in what ways besides riding buses and stuff like that yeah i mean that's like your generic uh just the way of living like i yeah. mean you're not you're not on a bus you're not you're not in this, the biggest thing i think is you're not in the same place for a whole week yeah um I mean, you go Monday to Sunday in minor leagues in the same spot. So, I mean, and sometimes you're even, if you're pitching twice, that you're facing the same team in the same place. It's Things are just a little bit different that way. I think the travel here is definitely, I wouldn't say harder because it's a lot better than buses. <laughs> yes. um, but it's, it's just, it's different. Like you just, you're there for three games, you pick up and you're gone. Yeah. And then, those road trips can be a grind, even though the it's a chartered plane. Yeah, it's, we you know we're not flying commercial or going through security lines. Well, I mean we do go through security, security lines, yeah. but not the yeah not, not the normal not one. your standard. But yeah, I would yeah, and it's not it's not even like a like a grind. It's like it just I think it's something that takes a toll on you. You don't even realize it. Maybe. Oh yeah, there's no you question. know yeah. especially I mean we're about to be on what like a. 12-day road trip yeah a long one three You're different going spots. to uh, miami then milwaukee then new york again and, and then field the of dreams field of dreams game yeah Iowa. yeah so that, especially that last what then new york field of dreams field of dreams back here yeah right yeah. back here to then we got knocked face out. the cubs right. yeah 
So that's a big old hang with them. Yeah, that is. But it beats but the alternative. 100%. <laughs> All right, you were born in what? Laverne, California. Yep. Now, where exactly is that? It's outside of LA, right? Yeah, it's like biggest thing I like I could give like landmark wise be like the Rose Bowl about yeah. I don't know maybe 20 miles what would that be east of the Rose Bowl I'd say yeah yeah I love the Rose Bowl I love that setting by the way you do Pasadena? yeah I really do Pasadena is a good spot yeah so what was it like growing up there uh Laverne's a pretty I mean it's a small town I when I say small town I don't want people to think like oh there's like not population like just the actual city's not that large yeah uh, don't get me wrong it's California houses are stacked on top of each other <laughs> um it was good I mean I loved uh my childhood especially growing up there um my god I'm when I think Laverne all I think about is baseball honestly yeah, well, that's you. All, so that's all I did growing up. You sent me a picture which I used on the air, which you were in a Reds uniform. It's weird how that works yeah. out, right? Was that your first? Team? That was no. That was my one of your little league teams. My seven, seven-year-old season. That was my. We call it minors. Seven and eight-year-olds. Uh, yeah. It's called minors. And yeah, so seven years old, I was the Reds. Look like the same delivery. The Champ picture. Championship squad, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yes, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So do you keep in touch with any of those seven-year-olds that, uh, did you that grow were on that team? Yeah, I, I mean. Since you were champions. Yeah, it was definitely some <laughs> some guys that I still talk to, uh, like here and there. Um, now, do you consider yourself a Cali kid or a <laughs> Texas guy? That's a, uh, I mean, <laughs> I would like to say Texas, but. I feel like, and then I start getting around people that are actually from Texas and grew up there, and they start talking some Texas stuff, and it's like, yeah, I'm not from here. Uh, <laughs> now, what's that? What do you mean? Is like a California they, they kid? They just start, start talking like hunting and stuff like that, and I'm just like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I've gone a couple times now, um, and like I, I've tried, I'm trying to get like more into it mm -hmm. every off season, um, with just buddies that I go with and stuff, but. Yeah, they start talking about like just a whole bunch of different like hunting things, and I'm like, I got nothing to offer. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a reality show, the California kid trying to fit in in Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely I feel like I fit in, no problem. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. I I really enjoy it there. Um, like I said, I went to TCU, which was in Texas, so that's yeah. why I still live there now. Now, do you live in the Dallas area? Yeah, so I, I live in Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, I still live like a mile from TCU, um, yeah. just because that's where I train and everything in the right. off season. That's nice. So, who are your your teams growing up? Like, are you California? You like the California teams? Do you yeah, like that? that's what I grew up. I grew up uh, an Angels fan. Um, went to tons of angels games really well, you're closer to dodger stadium though weren't, is yeah but I, it would just take longer usually to get to um so we just we'd go to angel stadium honestly like, yeah there was no reason to it my aunt was is a huge angels fan and and she uh, lives in orange county so a lot of times i think that maybe had something to do with it why? yeah Cause she lived like 15 minutes from angel stadium so. wow what about other sports do you like other sports like football or you have well who's your yeah I, I mean like now I, I i love college football and nfl um that's something i was actually talking about it yesterday we're like five weeks away um yeah but growing up in california i mean the closest team we had were san diego chargers yeah um so i, I mean it wasn't that big 
and because there's so much to do in California that like I feel like the Chargers were kind of just there. Yeah. Like, and obviously, like, I don't live that close. I was like two and a half hours from them. Right. Um, never, never had been to an NFL game uh, until I actually went to a Cowboys game. Wow. So see, so I, this is this <laughs> dates me, but you know, this is pre you. But there was the L.A. Rams and then the L.A. Yeah. Raiders. Yeah. So which, like my family would be like they were all Rams fans and stuff, and I'm like St. Louis. Like why are you it's <laughs> St. Louis yeah. Rams? And yeah. then when they came back, everyone's like they're coming back. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they're just <laughs> they're just starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they were there for a long time. So you're you're still a Chargers fan then? Is that I, I wouldn't even call it like a fan. I'll be honest, I don't really have like a a team um you just like the league and yeah i just like i i like watching uh football especially now like getting to the point where i'm at and also been playing like in the big leagues and it's kind of like okay like you kind of understand a little bit like nfl you understand like their life uh what they do what they go through so i think it's more of just that it's like all right like yeah like watch this guy or something right so why tcu from from california yeah Everyone asked me that too, and they're like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Well, especially at the time I was getting recruited, they're really good, and we still, yeah. we still are really good." But they kind of came out of out of nowhere. I think it was like 2010. It was like their first time to College World Series. Kind of came on the scene then, mm-hmm. um, and ever since then, I just followed them mainly because my my neighbor, who was I call, call him my hitting coach. <laughs> but really is my brother's friend. Um, he actually was drafted by the Reds in like the second round out of UCLA, Jeff Jellich. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and so he went to UCLA. And so when in 2010, when they were in the College World Series, um, I think it was 2010 or maybe it was 2014, one of those somewhere in there, um, Jeff was playing and they played TCU. And at the time I, I wanted UCLA to beat TCU. Um, but it was kind of just then I think TCU actually beat them and it was like, Oh, all right. And then just kind of, I don't know. I I can't explain it. Like I literally just started kind of following along and as I was getting recruited and everything, um, that actually didn't even pop into my head until we played a tournament in Texas. And my dad was like, Hey, like TCU is like an hour from here. You want to like go look at it? And I was like, sure. Like if it's on the way, like if it's not, I don't really want to (laughs) go. So uh, we stopped by. I was like, oh, this place is kind of sweet. Um, and out of all the colleges that I, like, actually went online and, like, submitted, like, the recruiting questionnaire like, right. that they offer, that, that was the only one to, like, any school that I actually filled out. And I was kind of just like, hey, like, maybe they'll, like, notice me or something. Well, come to find out, that game I had pitched that week in, uh, in Texas, our head coach was there. But he wasn't there to watch me. He was there to watch another lefty um, from from the other team. And after the game, it was kind of like, hey, to our, our coach, like, hey, I like your lefty more. That happens <laughs> so much in baseball. Yeah, and it was, so it was crazy. Uh, the funny part is, too, so actually fast forward to what, 2017, College World Series, game three, elimination game, us against Louisville. Who am I starting against? That kid. That kid? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so then take back to how I got YTCU. Um, really, I, I grew up going to, like, small private school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I went what, pre-K to eighth grade with the same 35 kids. 
Um, and then same thing. I mean, high school obviously is bigger, but high school, uh, private high school, all boys. Um, I think our graduating class was like maybe 200 people. So it was just small, like environment is kind of just what felt comfortable to me. Yeah. Um, like I, I walked on campus at UCLA for my visit and like into a lecture hall and there's like 300 people and I'm like, whoa, like <laughs> there's more people in this class than my graduating my class. class. Yeah. <laughs> and it was something that I didn't feel like I couldn't handle. Yeah. Um, but it was like when TCU just feels more like a, like a family environment. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's only 8,000 students. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. And like I big time athletics, but a smaller, small. Yeah. Yeah. And when I got, I went classes there, 25 people. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. this is more of my type right here. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. Yeah. I can totally see that. And yeah. so that was really just, I it's everyone will say too, like you kind of know when you know, or like what feels comfortable. Yeah. And that's where I like, I, I knew when I was there and I was like, this is, this feels like home kind of. Yeah. This is where I should be. So, well, you're originally drafted by the Pirates. Mm-hmm. And I love the story that you told me that they invited you to throw out a first pitch yeah. and you were scared to go. Yeah. I was, my dad told me, he's like, Hey, like, our, my agent, David, he's like, David said that they want you to come throw out the first pitch um, and just like see everything. And I was like, Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> just trying to, in a way, like get me out there. It's smart by them. Yeah. Like what kid wouldn't want to do that? But you were worried about, you would like it too much and maybe, you know, Yeah, like, like I, like maybe that day I'd be all bought in, but it's like in the long haul, would I have been over like, was it the smart thing? Yeah. And I really, I really wanted to go to college. I, especially I wanted to play in the college world series. Yeah. Um, and after my freshman year too, like I, I even, I think it was when we won the, super regional or something like that to go to Omaha or in Omaha. I even told my dad too. I was like, dad, like this is worth it. Like, that's I, awesome. it don't, I don't even like, it doesn't matter now if like yeah. I get drafted because this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to college and play in the college world series. That is awesome. At the time that's what yeah. mattered. So yeah, it obviously worked everything worked out. Obviously I wanted to get drafted. I didn't say I didn't right. want to, but at the time it was, it was pretty cool. So you're glad that how it worked out that you got the college experience and, uh, I imagine you're the opportunity to get with the Reds right now as a rookie that uh, worked out. Hundred percent. Couldn't couldn't. I mean, that's if you could draw it up. Yeah. As plan A, like this, this, and this. That's how it's worked yeah. out, and I'm very fortunate. What were you studying at TCU? Uh, okay. Or did you study? <laughs> I no, I had to study. I know it's tough from school, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really, honestly, I didn't pick a major until like my junior year, and I just I went with communications because I'll be honest, I I still. Besides, there's nothing that I was like, they'd ask me all the time, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to play baseball. Everyone's like, okay, we get that. Like, what do you want to do after that? I'm like, I want to coach baseball. Yeah. So (laughs) that's just how it goes. Like, after baseball's all done, um, that's what I I would like to do. I'd like to coach college baseball. Would you really like to? Really? Yeah. I think think that's what, at least right now, if if baseball was done or something like Like that. Like as a pitching coach, or would you like to actually be the – well, they're not called managers, but the head coach. He, he, uh, I mean, either one. Um, but it's something that like I, I really enjoyed my college baseball experience, and so yeah. it's something that I think I would I would enjoy. Wow, very very interesting. Well, you can do if 
even you know, I don't know if you got your degree or not, but any degree, you can just get your degree. And you yeah, can, you can really you, turn it. You got to have. So that's why I went with just communications. Yeah. So you're digging living in Texas. Yeah, love it. Gonna live there, not going back. Really? Yeah. Now, why? Why is that? Because a lot of people usually go back to your roots, but I mean, California and Texas are slightly different, similar yeah. in some ways. Yeah. Uh, number one, more bang for your buck. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> no question. And two, it's just, it's a, I don't want to say an easier way of life. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's just, people aren't in a hurry. You're not, the yeah. light turns green and you're there for two seconds. You're not getting honked at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? when I, the people that live in California, particularly Southern California, you literally have to chart your entire life around traffic and the time yeah. of day. Like you have to at, at all times be thinking, I got to get out of here because I don't, I'll cut yeah, 30 minutes off my commute if I leave now. 100%. And you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go to, let's say, I'm going to go to Pasadena. Ooh, my, like, or for a doctor's appointment, it's like, oh, it's at 2.30? Eesh. I'm going to get out of there at 3.30 that there's going to be traffic. I need yeah. that at, like, 11.30. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I don't want to do that. I'm always <laughs> amazed, too, when you fly into L.A., you think it's such a, it's the second largest city. I mean, and you think, wow, it's got to be just this giant area. But really in the the town proper, you look at it, it's like, wow, it's not that really, that's not it's that not. far from here to there, but it takes you like two hours to get like yeah. 10 miles. It's, you know, it's really strange that way. Yeah. Like if I, oh gosh, if I landed like LAX on like, it don't even matter what day of the week, but like at yeah. five, it, it's really, it's only 40 miles to my house. Yeah, but that's gonna take like two and a half hours. Oh, <laughs> I hate traffic. I couldn't do it. I, I mean, I like visiting there, and you know, I love Dodger Stadium. I even love going. Um, well, we play the Angels, but man, I'm ready to get. I'm ready to get out of there after like three days. Yeah, it's enough. Even though the sunshine. Yeah, it's always sunny there, man. The, yeah. the weather is is fantastic. Um, all right, now I've 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 talked about this on the air before, but. And I, I went to early minor league camp when the ladies and gentlemen, when there was a, a shutdown in major league baseball, they had early minor league camp and that was early February. So I've spent a lot of time. You guys probably got tired of looking at me. Uh, I was there every day, uh, but it was a great experience being able to see things on the minor league level and getting to know you and interviewing you. And I just found you to be a unique guy because most um, people of your generation, they love music, they love video games, and they're into <laughs> certain things. And you are the direct opposite in many, many ways. Yeah. And I always ask you, well, you got a walk-up music song that yet? You like, <laughs> no. So you still have no? No. Like no. when they ask you, what would you say? I just, I was like, ah, just play whatever. And the guy's like, you sure? I said, yeah. <laughs> it's like, because guys are very specific yeah, about some, what, yeah. not only what song, but you need to play this, this portion part, of the song. Yeah. I, it's just something that I just never really got into. Um, like video games. Yeah. I like to play, but I, I feel like I can't play that long. Um, and if I play like a lot of guys play like solo, they like play by themselves, like online. I can't do it. If I'm going to play, <laughs> I need to play with some friends. Um, it's just different. Like good example of the music is we were going all-star break, what last week, uh, we were driving like four hours down to a lake in Knoxville and it's like 40 minutes into the ride and it's like just silent in the car. 
And Buddy goes, you going to turn on some music? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you already know the rule. Like, if you want music, you got to play it. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just not, if it's on in the background, like, yeah, but like, I'm never really like listening to it. I'm just usually thinking or. Yeah. Most of the time, like I told you, I, I, if I'm in the car, I, I knock out my phone calls and make my rounds then. Yeah. Um, I do that a lot too. If I got some phone calls to make, I'll do it during the commute. Yeah. With the hands-free d- device. Yeah. So yeah. that's just, that's what I do. <laughs> I love that. It's <laughs> so easy going. I'm telling you, it's so different for the guys that I interview. Even like, uh, you know, you, you rookie pitchers stick together a lot. I see you with Ashcraft and Green a lot. And Hunter loves art, loves music. Oh, he loves music. Yeah. So, but you guys are you know, hanging out a lot. So how does that work? What do you, it's like I said, like, it's not like it's, like, I don't like it or anything. Like if yeah. Hunter wants to play music or something, plays music. Like it's yeah. not going to bother me. Yeah. I mean, we don't ever like talk about music because I would have no idea. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't ask you what, to, Hey man, what's your favorite band? What's your favorite? Artist? Yeah. Like you there's just not, no, not even a no, genre. No, I just be like, Oh, country music. Like, yeah. Like I, I know some music. I wouldn't right. say I know a lot. I think it's more of like, oh, uh, like, yeah, I've heard this before. Like, I kind of know the song, but like, yeah. we'll be on the field too, and someone will be like, there'll be music playing, who sings it? And I'm like, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good song, though. Yeah. And the fact that you can't play video games that long, I mean, there are guys that you've seen it that travel there. Oh, yeah. It's like a suitcase. It's a suitcase that literally just opens up and you play the game. Full on monitor, everything. It's a crazy, yeah. the setup. I don't like I said, I just, it doesn't keep me entertained or something. I don't know. Well, what do you do in your spare time to be I entertained? Just, talk to people. <laughs> talk to people. Go watch some videos of whatever's on Twitter. I don't know. Find out what's going on in the world on Twitter. If you didn't yeah. have, uh, like, I would like to not have Twitter, to be honest with you, but I feel like if I didn't have it, I wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah. You know? Well, you have to, you also have to be careful because. Can't believe everything on that Twitter machine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> There's some hate. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. You have a bad game. People let you know. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Yeah, it's, it's like they, you know, if they're standing in front of you, they pray like, hey, Nick, can I have your autograph? Yeah. You get one message. I, like, I love you, man. Last week, you're terrible. And then like this week, like, thanks, man. You won me some money. It's like. <laughs> that's it's, the worst. And it's like, oh, you thought I was terrible, but you still, yeah. you thought I would be good enough this time. Yeah. Oh, well. And like I said, it, it's, it is what it is. It doesn't bother me. Life is full of questions. Like, when should I start thinking about life insurance? But however difficult these questions may be, Western and Southern can help you answer them. Backed by over 130 years of experience, together we can look ahead to leave the unknown behind. Western and Southern Financial Group, life insurance, retirement, and investments. Products issued by member companies of Western Southern Financial Group, Cincinnati, Ohio. Jim Day here. I've teamed up with Swift to bring you the sounds of summer. And the sounds of summer. With the freshest selection of cuts from ribeyes to chops, Swift keeps this going all season long. Baseball and grilling. Ask for Swift Meats at your local grocer. Good food, good moments. One great meal.
Come together with Swift. Wow, you you could have uh, you have been good in my ear. You're like, yeah, it's easy going. Do you think that? You, I mean, I talked to your interviewed your parents and asked them, and they said he's always just been easy going, just an easy going kid. Do you <laughs> think that helps you on the mound? Yeah, I th- I think at times it helps me, and I think at times it hurts me. Um, Where you need to get nasty or something? Yeah, like I said, like I need to get just a little bit more pissed off. Yes, and, I and love like, this. And like aggressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely like I said, I, it it's an it definitely there's parts of it that's good and there's parts of yeah. it that is that it's not. Because you gotta have a short memory and you're gonna have bad outings, you're gonna have bad yeah. innings, you're gonna have bad at bats. Yeah. And you've gotta be easy going and moving on. But there are times that you feel like you're yeah, trying it, to coach yourself into being a little more 100%. aggressive. Yeah, you need to be. And it's like you can't just especially at this level, you can't wait until you're like in trouble and try to flip the switch. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be or it's starting to be too late. Right. So it's yeah, it's like finding that that balance in between. Um, I think is is the biggest part. Like wow. they say, yeah, like oh, like handles situation so good, all that. So yeah, like I was calm, which is a good thing. Yeah. But then it's like at times too, it's like I could I could be, use a little more, like aggression. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how do you develop that? How do, how do you flip that switch? Is it possible? Yeah, it's not like I don't have it at all. Um, I definitely do. And it's just, it's just getting it out of yourself. Like, yeah. obviously I don't, I don't walk around like very, like, I don't want to say like an aggressive person or something. Oh like, no, you're easy. No, going, no, man. I'm saying like how, like some people are like really like, I don't want to say like, I'm not locked in because yeah. I am in my own way. Um, but it's like, you just got to find what makes you go. Yeah. And it's that that part of you that you do have in you, you got to you got to bring it out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I, you're one of those guys that there are some pitchers on on the day that you pitch, you just don't even look at. Yeah. It's it's gotten a little better, but there used to be like don't even look, look at, at me. Him. Yeah, and see like I don't like that. Yeah, you just talk and Ashcraft is the same way. Yeah. I have long conversations with him on the day he pitches. Yeah. Which he starts, I never try to initiate and a conversation. And see, and he's like the complete opposite of me. Yeah. And you know, like, like Graham's very like, Oh yeah. Like when he's on the mound, he looks very aggressive. Like that's the way he, the way he pitches. Yeah. He's very intense. Intense and emotional. Let's it out too. Yeah. And see, it's it. fired up when he strikes someone out yeah. in an inning. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's great. That's what, that's what makes him good. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's part of what make what makes Graham Ashcraft, Graham Ashcraft. Yeah. Well, he's got a little, uh, he, he's got an edge to him too. I, I'll never forget, uh, they were asking him after he pitched against the Nationals, uh, pitching against Juan Soto. Yeah. And he's like, well, Soto, I, I know he's good. I know he's great, but he hasn't seen my stuff yet. Yeah. And he's like, just like, hey, you know, I can get him out. I went right after him. 100%. Like I said, I mean, that's, that's what makes him good. Yeah, and there'll be a day that Juan Soto gets him, no 100%. doubt. There's be days that he gets him. Yeah. So. But I love that attitude. Can some of that, like, rub off on you? Because, But you seem like you, you have Yeah, and like confidence. a way, that's what I'm saying. It's like, in a way, I have it a little, it's, it's just different. Yeah. Um, everyone portrays it a little bit different, but um, there's definitely times where you're like, you could use a little more of that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean... I said you get that's it's just part of pitching yeah well, <laughs> there's so much more that goes into it that oh yeah people don't realize oh there's and it's, so much so, you know but especially nowadays there's so much more 100 uh, there's it's 
they say it's half is mental. It, it might be more than half now, just the way that uh, the game is taught and yeah. so much information. Um, it's way different. So yeah. you seem like you can handle it all. Don't you and Ashcraft live in the same complex? Is that right? Yeah, we do. So you spend extra time with him. Yeah. Now he is a country boy through and through. Through and through. So that's what I'm talking about. So like today we were uh, at breakfast um, and Brandon Williamson was here. Yeah. They had the off day yesterday. So he came up and watched me pitch and he stayed with me and we're at breakfast and you get those two together. They start talking, hunting, like stuff I've never even heard of. And <laughs> that's why I was at breakfast. I'm like, I, I probably didn't stop, say a word for maybe 10 minutes. I'm like, I got nothing to offer. <laughs> like, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm yeah. not quite sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, uh, Ashcraft, I love the story of he said something in a post game interview about like I threw the dickens out of it or something, or I was happy as all get out. <laughs> and the teammates heard that, and Lucas Sims, and this has been going on forever in Major League Baseball, where they would hear something and they're like, All right, your next start, you have to go in there and you have to somehow work in the phrase happy as the dickens, you know, <laughs> some southern phrase. So sure enough, he went in he there and in. said, yeah, second inning afterwards, boy, I was happy as the Dickens. <laughs> and I didn't find out about it till afterwards, but it's the funniest thing that it works out. I mean, guys have been going on forever. Like, you have to work in Tyrannosaurus Rex, and a guy will work somehow work that into his interview at the end. So, Without people looking at it, like, completely yes, sideways. Yes, exactly. And it's, you know, there used to be a lot more rookie. I mean, even rookie hazing that doesn't happen anymore. You're lucky, by the way, that – that doesn't. Yeah, they treat they treat us good. Yeah, they really do. Now, I, I we're going to talk about you're a lefty, but he does amazing things <laughs> right-handed, folks. We're going to talk about that after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. All right, back with Nick Lodolo. And, uh, all right, you're, you're a left-handed guy. You pitch left-handed. Yeah, people but, like to think I am. Yeah. 
but I, I know different because, <laughs> first of all, let's start with the football. You throw a football righty, and you can throw like 40, 50 yards righty. Yeah, like, I got a decent arm. Yeah, like if I tried to throw lefty, like I, you know, I was a quarterback growing up. I could, I could throw the ball 70, 75 yards right-handed. But lefty, not a chance. You can throw that that far. You got a pretty good arm righty. Yeah. And if I try to throw it left-handed, it would it would look like how you try to throw it left-handed. But you're a left-handed pitcher. How does it, it this just, happen? I don't know. It's the way the ball comes out. It's like the football, like I throw it like a knuckleball left-handed, like not even close to a spiral. <laughs> it's just not. I don't know. It, it's, it's crazy. Like if we were to go play dodgeball right now, I would throw it at you right-handed. Like literally like a baseball – Maybe a tad bit bigger than a baseball, I'll throw left-handed. But, like, if the ball is, like, it just gets bigger. Really? So, like, like I grew up, I played a little bit of water polo. That's what you told Because me, of my water. brother. Yeah. Um, was a, played water polo and swimming and went to college for swimming. But, so, I like, I got into it for about a year or two. Um, and, yeah, I threw the ball right-handed. So, it was, like, just, I don't know why. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, if I shoot a basketball, it's right-handed. Uh, it's just... Wow. Feels more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, there are a lot of guys that do, you know, things right and left, but yours is unique. Now, first of all, I can't get past this water polo thing. How tall are you? Now 6'6". Six, six. No, you're not allowed to touch the bottom of the yeah, pool, right? Yeah, so, like, so at that, that point, I was, out? like, 9 years old, maybe 10, <laughs> and, like, we played in the shallow end, and, like, at some pools I could stand. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really fair. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. that's not Not that I was, like, dominant, like, water polo player. Like, yeah. I wasn't, like, by any means, but... Um, I don't know. Like, it's just in California, a lot of people, it's kind of a bigger sport out there. Yeah. Compared to, I'm not sure, out here. I don't even know if there is water polo out here, to be honest. No, you can only get well, indoor. indoor. Outdoor, you only got yeah. a few months for the pool. So that's just kind of a little, I got into it. Like I said, it, it's not like I was, I was big into it, to be honest yeah. with you, but I really didn't like it. I kind of just played it because my brother did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, if you were going to, like soccer, you're going to kick something. Is that righty? Or yeah, lefty? righty. Kick and righty, too. Yeah, everything's righty. Except, what about golf? Golf lefty? Yeah, I golf lefty. Now, if you were to hit, you don't hit anymore yeah, in baseball. Yeah, lefty. You would hit lefty. Yeah. So, golf, throw, pitching, hitting baseball lefty. Yeah. But righty kicking, righty throwing a football, yeah. righty throwing anything bigger. Um, yeah. Like, even like baseball, though, like I could play catch with you right-handed out to probably – Good amount, like probably close to like 200 feet. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It's just something that I don't know how I did it. I just started throwing left-handed. You ought to throw one in there righty sometimes. Freak some <laughs> yeah, people Yeah, no, out. we won't do that. <laughs> Why not? Some of these position players are just getting in there and lobbing and it lobbing in there. It. Yeah, I 40 mile per hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, I said, yeah, but he made that double play look easy, just lobbing it in there. Yeah. Right next time I get a guy on first, just – no. Lob it in there. Yeah, that was a true. <laughs> yeah, that was a true example of like people just say, just lob one in there, man. Come on, you, when you're not yeah, throwing strikes, just, just, just throw a strike. After he after he walked Joey on four straight, yeah. just throw a strike. Yes. Gets a double play ball. See <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, uh, you gotta do it. Just it's easy, man. Yeah, just lob it in. If there. Only it was that easy. <laughs> now on your phone, are you righty? Yeah, righty. Oh, no chance. I can't go lefty. Like if I were to try to write left-handed, oh, it'd be terrible. It'd look like a kindergartner. So you write right-handed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just right-hand dominant. I mean. Uh, well, then how did you is? end up pitching lefty? I don't even know, to be honest with you. You don't remember no, the first probably, time picking probably, up a baseball? 
No, I should probably ask my dad that. Like, that'd be a I, great question for dad. Yeah, you've I never ever, wondered why. How did not really? To be honest with you, maybe I have. He's told me. I don't know. I forgot. It's a but. major advantage being left-handed. Yeah, I, I'm not complaining Pitching. by any means. Yeah, no, <laughs> you can, you can last a long time in this game throwing left-handed. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. <laughs> that would be absolutely the goal. But the phone thing, I, I would love to have have you try to type left. Left. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. See, let me pick up my phone. You know what? I can do. I can do the lefty though, the lefty thumb thing. Because I'm usually, yeah. I, I think I'm. What's the word? Ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Yeah. I think I could do both. That's about it. Everything else, there's no chance I could do left-handed. I mean, yeah. no shot. I tried to bat left-handed once. Nah, it didn't work out well. Yeah, didn't, like didn't, I couldn't hit righty. There's no way. Didn't work out well, at all. Um, you you mentioned Brandon, Brandon Williamson and best of friends, right? Yeah. Who are you getting to call? No. Oh, I was going to say. I'm making sure. Graham, Graham just texted me right now. He said he said uh, he's leaving at 3, so I should probably text him that I'm already here. <laughs> Go ahead. It's normally- See, this podcast, for those that listen, it's very famous. People will call in, <laughs> and they'll answer the call. Like we, I, it's happened a ton. Yeah, um, he, he's just let me know because usually I ride with yeah. Graham every day to the field. Yeah, so well, and feel free to text him back. He, I already he, got him back. We're good. <laughs> See, are you multitasking? <laughs> it's another thing of your generation. Multitasking works out all the time. All right, Williamson, one of your best friend, right? In college, yeah, or, and roommates, and then all of a sudden he gets traded over here <laughs> into the Reds organization. That crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean. I when Winker and Suarez got traded, it was kind of like, where are they going first? And someone said Mariners. I said, wow. I said, what are the odds of that, for one? And it was kind of like, yeah. all right, well, kind of sucks. <laughs> like losing those two guys. Yeah. And you're watching them leave. And obviously, like, I don't know them that well. Like, I've been around. I've talked to them a little bit. But the mood in the clubhouse was just shot. Yeah, it was bad that day. And I just I text Brandon and I said, said you get traded. And he texted me back. And he said, Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it was kind of just like, no way, like, and like I said, like the mood in the clubhouse. And I'm like, Gosh, like this is terrible. Like everyone else thinks this is like terrible. Like everyone <laughs> yeah. else is like, Oh man, like I should have smiled at my best friend just got traded here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like. Wow. All right. Well, I was, I still thought he was messing with me. Like I, after like the day went on and everything, I finally had to just call him and be like, Brandon, like, are you actually serious? <laughs> like, he's like, yeah. yeah, I did. And so it's kind of how it went down. It, it's, it still doesn't really even feel real. Yeah. Uh, yeah except it kind of it started to more, especially I was on my rehab assignment and he got moved up. So we got to be there together for the week. Um, I didn't even think about that. That's right. Yeah. When you were rehabbing. Yeah. So that was good. It was good to see him. Um, but uh, like I said, now he's in Louisville. So he's yeah. had, I've pitched twice on a Monday and and AAA you get every Monday off. So he's yeah. he's been here now for two of my starts. That is very so it's cool. pretty cool. Now you obviously I'm sure along the line you guys have talked about uh, you know hopefully pitching in the bigs one day. Yeah. And did you ever talk about how oh, it'd be cool if we were on the same, same team? Same team, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean. Uh, all my roommates that live in the offseason, all my buddies. Yeah. Um, I think that's everyone. You're like, dang, like, imagine if we were on the same team. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Brandon's like, yeah, 
it'll probably happen. What do you know? Happen. Yeah. <laughs> now he's got to get here. He's got to get he's here. He's got to get here. So nope. No pressure out there, Brandon, if you're listening, but uh, <laughs> Nick's here waiting for you. No, I think that's going to happen uh, eventually, which will be cool. And you lefties stick together, man. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable over the years how you left-handers just migrate together. It's like I don't a, know what it is. What is like, it? I don't know. It's not like we're talking, like, left-handed things <laughs> or, like... <laughs> talking left-handed I don't know. Things. Like, it's not like you're any different than, like, like a right-handed pitcher. You throw that's it the other arm. That's true. Yeah, but like, you do. You guys hang out. It's yeah, the weirdest do. thing. Yeah. You guys... My, my other, like, one of my other best friends from college, who was my roommate while I was there, um, left-handed pitcher. And it's, like, it's like my, one of my other best friends. That's who I hang out with. So, like, in the off-season, we got just three lefties hanging out. <laughs> i love it all right you've gotten your feet wet here in the bigs and you've had some success and you've had tougher outings now the injury set you back so it's not a huge sample size yet for you but what do you think what one what have you learned what's the some of the biggest things that you've learned pitching at this level uh really i'd say the biggest thing and it might stand out more just because that's my emphasis this week was just to be in the zone that yeah. I mean like how do I put this guys when you're like you can go let's we'll make it simple like for example say it's 2-0 count mm -hmm. like last year I'm in double a I can throw a heater at 95 down the middle and beat the guy right you know like oh <laughs> all right 3-1 count I'm going to throw a heater. Boom. Ground out. Like, oh, uh, he fouled it off. You do that here. And, like, and obviously you make good pitches at that point. You can still throw a fastball. I'm not saying you can't. Yeah. But, like, 2-0 here, you got you to gotta throw a good fastball. Yeah. Most likely. You throw it right down the middle you, and you're going to be yeah, getting you, a new ball. Yeah, you're going to get a new ball. And versus, like, at when you're in the minors, like, at some times, don't get me wrong, guys will get you. Yeah. It's not like the guys just can't hit. Yeah, absolutely. But – at more times than not, like I could do that and I could get away with it. Yeah. You could just outstuff people. Mm -hmm. Which at this level you can get away with a little bit, but not nearly as much. They usually hit the mistakes. Yeah. And so it's like it's just being gotta be in the zone from the beginning more. Mm -hmm. Um and I mean guys still chase here a little bit. Um but it's just it's a different way of pitching, um a little bit through there. Not, I don't want to get into like a whole bunch of details about it, and I'll be driving myself wild just thinking about stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd say that's just one of the biggest things, at least for me, is just to be at least how I approached it after my outing in St. Louis, yeah. and then going into this week. Is the biggest thing is just being in the zone early and often. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of my thinking right now, as I keep trying to think about what else like. I would say that that's just my thing for myself right now. That's kind of my cue. Yeah. What do you think you need to do to take the next step? And again, you were, it, it's almost unfair to ask you that because we're so early on into your big league career. And again, the, the sample size is smaller because of the injury, but what do you think, uh, or what maybe is, as Derek Johnson told you the, the next step, what are some I, things? I wouldn't say we've gotten, we've discussed like that, you know, that next step, step yet yeah. or unless maybe you maybe that is what we're talking about the next step but i i just kind of think of it as what we need to do now and mm -hmm. that's kind of what i would say is like this whole week of what we hit on it's like my stuff's good 
I mean, well, your stuff's really good. So it's like, don't don't sit there and try to nitpick. Like, oh, let me try to put the ball here. Let me put it here. No, like basically, yeah, walks will kill you. Kill you, and and that's kind of like the thing here is too. It's like, yeah, like I'm walking more guys than I probably ever have, at like a rate, but it's because it's you can't like I, like I alluded to. It's not like you you got to pitch more. Yeah, it's not out stuffing guys like like right. I said. Um, so, I mean, it's the biggest thing is just right now is playing, knowing my stuff's good. Right. And just being in the zone and just basically blowing up the zone. Think about the box and blow it up. Would you rather get guys out in the first few pitches with soft contact or are you into strikeouts? Oh, a hundred percent. Getting guys out with yeah. soft contact. Soft con- get them out any way possible. I, yeah. See, that's what I love one to hear. Pit, I would, yeah, I'd love to get them out in the first, what, three or four pitches if I could. Yeah, because some of the pitchers come up and they're like, man, I need my punchies. I need yeah, my, I mean. I'm, I'm like, dude, come on. You, a, you sh- strikeouts are just a, a result of making good pitches throughout an at-bat. Yeah. But, like, at, from the first pitch of the at-bat, unless, I will say, like, last night I had, what, bases loaded, no outs, and Aguilar can't play I will say from pitch one, I was thinking about striking him out. Yeah. Because well, those I need situations to, you have to. But yeah, so I'm like, the situation will call for it, but yeah. like at no point, like, yeah, I might just, I'm just thinking about making good pitches, honestly. Yeah. So it's at that point, but yeah, strikeouts, like I said, I, I don't really think about like, oh, I need to strike these guys out or yeah. I need to strike more guys out yeah. or I'm just, I'm out there trying to get guys out as quick as possible. What is the most enjoyable pitch to throw? Most enjoyable? Yeah, like to just to rear back and throw it by a guy to just fool him with your nasty breaking stuff. Or what's my most? my favorite one now is just because I haven't really done it until this year. I I because I, I needed to start doing it was throwing just a fastball up in the zone. Yeah, and so for me now because I've never really done that. Like at no point like and even DJ in, loves like, that those loves fastballs it. up. And like I I in Double A last year I would never do that. Yeah. Like if it went there, it was by accident. Yeah. And so now it's kind of like I do it and I execute it, and it's kind of it's fun because it's new. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Like, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you've you've Especially, got some action on you when you go up in the zone. You got a little yeah, like, rise. Yeah, it's on something you? that like, I mean, I'll be honest. I kind of was taught like to throw the ball at the knees because I throw like a sinker, like get yeah. ground balls. Right. And it's like, but there's times that your ball can still play at the top of the zone. Right. When I, I personally was like, Oh, I throw a single, like my ball will never play at the top of the zone. You know, I then starting to realize like you got to throw it there. Yeah. (laughs) All this level. Cause if not, if you just keep, there's going to look one location out over the plate and guys are just going to hammer it. Particularly with the second or third time through, if you're throwing the same hundred percent, same area they're they're on it, man. Yep. So no, you've got, it sounds like you got the mental part down. I said, I'd say it's my favorite because I feel like, some guys too. They're like, ah, two strikes. Probably gonna throw me like, yeah. Most people call it a slider. They're like, oh, he's gonna throw me that slider, and then you hit him with the fastball, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and what do you call it? You don't call your pitch a slider? No, slur. Yeah, I call it a curveball because it's. I hold it like a curveball, and my arm action makes it like a slider. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what the metrics are on it. It might be a slider, but whatever it is, it's big bender. That's and it's what nasty. DJ calls it too. He's like, your slider, curveball, whatever you call it. He's like, just throw it. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter what the name is, but I love tall, lanky left-handers that have that big looping breaking ball. I love that. I do. I love that, man. Uh, and you it's got it. It's a good it. one to have. Oh, yeah. It's a good one to have. No question. 
Um, velocity. This game is so much about the velo, you know. And, yeah. and now guys are throwing upper 90s. It's, it used to be like, wow, dude throws upper 90s. Now it's like, yeah, everyone does. Every bullpen arm that comes in, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah everyone, 97. Everyone coming out of the pen. I feel bad for the guys that pinch hit primarily because they're coming in and they're facing the nastiest relievers. They're just letting it rip. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, good luck. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> Go get them. Yeah. You're facing Helsley, who has a 0 0.69 ERA and throws 100. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but are you looking to increase velocity? Are you happy where you are now? Would you like to maybe put on more weight or what? Yeah, I, I think – Obviously, if you could get a tick more or something like that, it'd yeah. be nice. But I wouldn't say like I, I train to gain more velocity. I, right. at least for me, it's more about just getting overall general strength. Is kind of what I how I yeah. train, um, and I think that might come, still. Like, yeah. I don't know if maybe my fastball velo's up this year. Maybe it's not. I got no well, idea. I mean, you got plenty of velo. If yeah, you, so it's you like pitch. You I don't throw. Like, you yeah, pitch. I feel like it. No, it's not like where I'm like oh like man, I could use some more velo. Like, yeah. obviously, if you could keep going, like, right. sure. Yeah. But at that point, yeah, I wouldn't say, like, I really trained for it. But, I mean, now I think, I mean, a tick or two wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Oh, no. It's <laughs> definitely not going to hurt. But I, I would Especially. say, yeah, I, I'd say as I get stronger and put on maybe, like, more muscle or, or some weight, I, I think maybe get a, get a little more out of the tank. Yeah. I mean, if you can rear back and get a little extra when you need it. Yeah. Or even take – some off i mean i love the pitchers that change speeds and that's what i so when we were playing the mets we were, when scherzer was throwing i'm sitting there and i'm watching and master like, at it it's like oh he put 93 here on the corner okay yeah. and it's like all right yeah i mean it's 93 is 93 it's still good and then all of a sudden two strikes boom 97 and it's like that's yeah. pitching right there that no there's no there's no question that's why i asked you about the velocity because if you change speeds like that it's I mean, it's very it's a it's a difficult game, but at the same time, it's a it's an easy game. Uh, pitching, uh, hitting is about timing. Pitching yeah. is about disrupting that timing. 100%. And if you go from ninety seven to ninety three, it is completely disrupting the game. And I and love guys that can change speeds. That's why those guys are where they're at and why they're still yeah. playing. Yeah. Well, that's you know? good. I love that you're looking at a Max Scherzer and yeah, hundred percent dissecting you see his time. game. And then you see guys like, for example, Wainwright guys. And I don't even know what year, like, he's got to be over year 15, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's throwing, like, 89, 90. Yeah. And he's got a two-something ERA and 100-something innings. Right. And that just that's pitching. Like, watching him throw. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. Like, he's different than Max. Obviously, he, he wasn't going to pull 97 out of his pocket. Right. But just watching those guys have been doing it for a long time, and it's like, Obviously, that's where you want to get to, where you can do things like that. Yeah. But it's not like they rolled in first year or two. Right. And we're like, oh, I can do this, this. Yeah. So, But you watch it, though, and you're like, that's that's where I want to get to. That is great. I love to hear that. Now, it's it's obviously been a trying season in the standings with the, such a slow start. Uh, but there are certain guys that this organization is building around you and Hunter Green and Ashcraft. Uh, Alexis Diaz, India Stevenson, guys like that. Um, the the thought of this nucleus together and some of the players that are coming up, they've had some good drafts. They've got some good players in the minor leagues. Are you excited about what the future might hold here? Yeah, uh, 100%. I think it's something that's it's a good core of 
of young guys I think that we've got. Um, obviously, we got to all continue to take that next step. I, um, but I think it's something that it's it, you look at it and you're how could you not get excited? You know, yeah. um, it's just it's it's kind of I would say it's a little different, like especially this year too, like. In the minor leagues, you you want to win games. Don't get me wrong, but right. you're there like every, you're there to develop. Right. And then so now it's kind of like you get here to win. Yeah, we're here to win. Yeah. And so it's kind of good to get that that feeling back. Not that like you didn't have it there. Like minor leagues, yeah, you win games, your team's rolling. Yeah, everything's great. But the main focus is not necessarily winning. Yeah. And so it, you get that, and then now you see kind of what we've got, um, what, we, what we got coming up, what we already have here. Mm-hmm. Guys have been playing for a long time, and it's like, yeah, you, you get excited about it. Yeah, but it's hard to deal with the losing, though, I know. 100%. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. That yeah. first month, especially in the big Ooh. leagues, what were we, 3 and three 22. And two. It was Yeah, and it's like, oh, wow, like this is not, a, <clears throat> not how you wanted to start off. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, since then, <laughs> yeah. I think we've played some pretty – yeah, it's pretty good well, ball. Particularly of late, and uh, it's been a little under 500 since that start. Has and, it? But but lately, it's been even better. Better, yeah. Yeah. So, so you can see signs. 100. percent And it's and all about pitching. I mean, it's all about yeah. starting pitching. And you, that's where it starts. That. Do you? I'm looking at your phone right here. Huh. Are those? What uh, are the? These, what are, yeah. Uh, random fortune cookies. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm staring, yeah. I'm staring down. I'm like, does he have to? I, you know, it's something to, that I don't even like. Put folks. him there. My it, my it, girlfriend gets a fortune cookie and she just puts it in the back. Okay, of her phone so case. he's got his phone case. And here. so it was kind of like now every time like we go, I just kind of throw mine in there, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just have it in there. Are there ones that you follow that are? Do you throw the ones that are all of them in uh, there, or just ones them, that I resonate? Think, with yeah, you? I think all of them are in there. To be honest, like. So what he's got it. He's got his phone yeah. case on the back of it, which is see-through, transparent, whatever. So he's got, he's got a bunch of fortunes, yeah, fortune cookies. I in mean, there. they're all positive things. So like, I just, I don't know. We just see you, the things there. we find out on this podcast and how unique you are. Is there one that you can read that's right there on the edge? There, what's it say? Uh, I can read like half of it. I can't even read. It just says get your mindset, and then something, and then I don't know. I'd have to take it out. I love it. Well, there you go. Uh, Nick, here, here you go. Here's, here we go. I can make this one out. Yeah, you will obtain your goal if you maintain your course. So you're like, all right, that's a good one. <laughs> Throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I like take these out and read them. Yeah. I just kind of like, oh. They're kind of stuffed in there. That's a good one, yeah. I kept looking down. I'm like, oh, does he got it? is it a reminder? That's funny because usually I put it uh, – in like the back where no one can see it too. But the yeah. other day, uh, when I had my ID on me and I put my ID back here, they probably all got mixed up. So I should probably put them back. Uh oh. Now he's now he's got them out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, people can. Oh look at you straighten them out. Yeah, because it goes on this little bar. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Hey, whatever it takes for motivation. Yeah, like I said, it's just. Just put them back there. All right, so there's no music on that phone? There's no, no, there's not. There's no music? There's yeah. What apps are we into besides Twitter? Is Twitter your, your go-to? Gosh, what's even on here? Yeah, what have we got? Inquiring minds would like to know. <laughs> Most frequent probably is the weather app. <laughs> yeah, especially around here, man. Yeah, other than that. 
Other than that, not a whole lot going on, which I love it. Now that I'm looking at it, there's probably like 30 apps on here that I don't even know why I have them. (laughs) And and since it's my new phone, it has like the little like cloud with the arrow thing. Like, so they're not even downloaded. Like, (laughs) they're like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, they're just, they're here. (laughs) Here if you want them. Yeah. Just a suggestion. I don't even know why I even like some of these games are probably just on my account from like high school. Now I'm looking at it. It's like, I haven't even played You're this. You're such in, a simple man. You know what? That's what you ought to come out to. Leonard Skinner, simple man. If that's a song, sure. That's a song, man. <laughs> you are a simple man, which I love because I love to bring out the different types of personalities and characters in the game and go, you know, outside of the lines and and get to know you guys as, as people so that's great I, I think you're unique a lot I, of people too yeah think you're like some person from outer space or something and you're like just normal person yeah just that it's all <laughs> relative it's on a different scale but you guys are all human so yep. that's what we try to bring out in this podcast and, and i love it i appreciate the time i hope it's the first of many and uh, I love watching you pitch. I love being around you. You're easygoing. You're friendly. It's uh, obvious that your parents did a great job. And uh, I don't know. I just dig you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> that is Nick Lodolo. We have broken the ice. His first podcast. First one in uh, the books. First one in the books. <laughs> and the first of many, at least on this one, I hope, because I hope you're around here for many, many years. The big, tall, lefty, righty sort of combination (laughs) (laughs) thanks my friend thanks again for checking us out here in the gym day podcast everyone and uh we will see you next time bye-bye